Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to 24's podcast after yet another obnoxious hiatus. I apologize, we're... Uh, I'm going through some stuff today, or just overall... I mean, let's just jump right into it. Let's just... I'll, I'll, tell, I'll talk about my situation. So, last week I started school again. Haven't been back to college uh, after, oops, sorry, after dropping out about six years ago, wanted to get my associates and then my bachelor's degree. And so I I was like, let me just go back to school, things of that nature, and I'm, I'm back in school. I'm happy. I'm, I'm not happy, but I'm, I'm glad to be back in school. Problem is, my job keeps on getting in the way of that. And really, it also keeps on getting in the way of this podcast. I am working essentially almost double the amount of hours that I'm really supposed to be working on a weekly basis, so to speak. And the reason why I am is pretty much because, like, I'm essentially part-time now, and I'm full-time. And the reason for that is, is because people keep on consistently not showing up for shifts. It is incredibly annoying, especially tonight, where today was supposed to be my day off. Let me, let me kind of break down the, the situation that happened this Sunday. Let me go back to Sunday. So Sunday, I'm off, or at least I'm supposed to be off. I've scheduled myself to work down you know for somebody else to kind of do another job schedule myself to kind of just go in help somebody out get paid i'm fine all right do my business handle it do five hours four hours etc cetera, etc cetera. and i'm like cool i get the rest of my day to essentially do my homework until I get a phone call, somebody's missed their shift. This person we've been trying to hire for like the last couple of weeks, she gets hired, she flakes. She missed essentially her shift, right? Doesn't ring back, doesn't call, doesn't text, et cetera, et cetera. She just flakes. Weirdly enough. So they call me because I'm one of the only people that can fill in. And so I say, sure, I'll fill in. But I got to get my internet connection going and I got to be able to do my homework because all of my classes are essentially all of the work and all of my textbooks, they're all online. Like I need to be online in order to do my homework. And so the internet, of course, bugs out. I leave, but essentially they remove her from the work schedule and they replace her with a bunch of other people, including myself. Today was one of her work days, but I was not scheduled to work today. Somebody else was scheduled to work today and she flaked. And so I got out of school today, like 12.15, it's one o'clock in the morning and now I'm essentially starting on what I gotta get started on. I'm uh, very annoyed with just the flakiness of everybody. I even told my boss 
tonight, I was like, look, I will probably have to leave work early because I worked on yet again one of my days off to essentially make sure that, you know, we have enough people working, I guess, or to help out. Uh, but I need tomorrow off or not tomorrow off, but I need to work essentially half of tomorrow. Nobody covers for me. So I have to go in tomorrow and work part of my shift tomorrow, leave halfway through it to then go do homework that really should have been done yesterday or the day before. And keep in mind, by the way, this week I was supposed to get like three days off. I have none. I have none. Um, up until potentially even Saturday to potentially, I was supposed to have Friday off. Don't have Friday off. I'm supposed to have Saturday off. Hopefully I get Saturday off um, because if I don't get Saturday off, then that's not really my problem. Uh, that's their problem because I'm not going to work on Saturday. But the point is, is that on top of just how much I've worked, like to simplify, I haven't had two days off in the last month ever. That's kind of the, simplif uh, the simplification of it. I haven't had two days off in the last month. So, to tack that on to, this was supposed to be my week where I get multiple days off, and now I don't have multiple days off, is like, it's insane. Let me plug in my computer. Hold on. And then on top of that, I don't have really a, lo a whole lot of time to get my homework done because my schedule gets essentially made back to back uh not my schedule my schedule is essentially i go to school and then i go to work and then i'm i got to do homework at 10 o'clock and one motherfucker i didn't like that they fucking did this or that they tried to do this because literally they could schedule me later on in the day and that would be perfectly fine like if they gave me more hours they have me coming in early and i fucking hated that this motherfucker tried to do this to me. They tried to figure out, this manager, he tried to figure out which hours I went to school. And I was like, I'm not fucking telling you when I get off of school because you're going to schedule me immediately after I get off of school to essentially work like a full-time shift when I'm working fucking part-time. And I'm like, that's fucking annoying. I'm not going to tell you my hours. That's insane, man. It's, it's fucking insane. Like, this last week, I mean, we lost a lot of people as well. Like, people just moved on to greener pastures. Like, they got better jobs, et cetera, et cetera. But we need bodies. We need people. We don't have people. I have to compensate for it. And that was one th fucking thing that I didn't like because I'm already getting scheduled to fucking work, like, just a shit ton of hours. And now it's like, it's not enough. Now they fucking want my fucking schedule when I go to school. So that way they can schedule me immediately after school and then not fucking give me my motherfucking days off, which is like insane to me. But yeah, that's that's what's been going on for like the last week plus. It's just this uh, specifically this week. I mean, we're only at fucking now. It was Tuesday. A couple of hours ago. Now it's Wednesday. But that's been essentially the whole situation with the podcast and why it's like yesterday I didn't podcast and also I guess Tuesday I was just, I was so annoyed.
I just not maybe not annoyed, but I was tired. Like I literally, God, my schedule is abominable. I literally went to bed on like during Tuesday morning at like three, four o'clock in the morning, and I only got like two, maybe three hours of sleep. I mean, it was just it's in it's just ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. And I spent all night trying to get my homework done. Cause I gotta get it done. And fuck's sake, man. It was just it was just not happening at all. Now I gotta do that on top of that. Today was supposed to be the day not only that I get caught up because I've I've been doing my homework so late that all of my assignments are essentially late. But um today was the day that not only I was supposed to get caught up, but that I was supposed to get ahead. And that didn't fucking happen. So I'm annoyed to all hell today. Just so much shit kind of stacking on to one another. And there really isn't a whole lot that I can do about it right now because it's just like the truth of the matter is, is that there's just nobody that's reliable to essentially come in and work. Anyways, that's kind of the situation at hand right now. That's why the podcast over the last couple of days has been mega shaky. But yeah, that's kind of what's been that's what's been going on, I guess. But I am mega 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 tired. What's that clip? There's that clip of Urban Meyer, I guess. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, 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 okay. All right, here's... Here's Urban Meyer. Here's like uh, this player from Urban Meyer. I, I've been just on the internet, man, just kind of scrolling around, kind of messing around, I guess. But I saw this clip, I guess, of what a former player of Urban Meyer's had to say about his coaching style, or technically, I guess, he is quoting Urban Meyer. And this is, I guess, his quote. It's kind of an interesting one. Let me see if I can play it. Urban's here, I'm going to treat my superstars like superstars. And I'm going to treat my shit like shit. If I treat you like shit and you want me to change, then you find a way to make yourself into a superstar and I'll start treating you like that. To me, I was like, oh, that is so profound. Every coach does it, but no coach says it. Um, I don't think that he's the player itself. I don't know who he is. I don't think the player is entirely off base with what he's saying here. I know we just like went from talking about my work schedule and how just ridiculously overworked I am to now talking about Urban Meyer or whatever, talking about how he's going to treat his players like shit. I get that it's a little bit jarring, but bear with me on that. I'm not surprised at all that that's something that Urban Meyer said and or did and 
I mean, Urban Meyer is kind of a giant piece of dog shit, if I'm honest with you. He's kind of gotten a pass because he is a successful college head coach. I mean, a lot of head coaches, a lot of college coaches, a lot of people in general essentially just get passes for what they do um, in some of the spotlights, I guess, when, when it comes to <clears throat> when it comes to football. But the reason why I think that quote is so profound is because Urban, I mean, Urban was a terrible NFL coach, flamed out very, very easily. Nobody liked him on his team. Everybody's glad that he's gone. And that quote from that player just kind of solidifies the whole, he was weighing over his head and he thought that he could essentially walk in and treat grown men like shit, which he tried and failed miserably to do. And now he's, I guess, back at Fox doing college analysis terribly, which, again, I I didn't think his college broadcasting was very good, you know, acceptable to watch. But, yeah, Urban Meyer has this quote kind of circling around and things of that nature, and I was just like, I, I was shocked. Maybe not shocked is the best way to describe it, but I was like, that explains a lot, I guess. Oh, my God. So, let's talk football here, as I unfortunately cannot, for some annoying reason, again, I can't turn on my TV. It's acting really, really annoying. But, I mean, we'll move on. We'll push through. Wow. By the way, uh... One thing that I was going to do, I didn't I don't mean to get like too sidetracked and I don't mean to talk about work so much, but one thing that I was going to do today because I did miss yesterday and I do want to talk about Hard Knocks, I was going to have two podcasts, one in which essentially I talk about kind of normal sports stuff and then I was going to talk about Hard Knocks on the second podcast, but there will only be one podcast tonight because I I have homework to do. So, anyways, we'll talk about Hard Knocks tomorrow because I'll actually be able to watch the episode. Ugh, no, I won't. Because it's an hour long. And I, I swear to God, man, I, I will go to school at like 7, 7.30, have like an hour off at like from 12.15 to... What is it? To like one? I have like 45 minutes essentially in between one class and another. And then I get out of school at like 2.50 and then work starts at 3.30. That's my schedule tomorrow. It's insane. Insane, dude. It's insane. So. Going back to what I was originally talking about. About the whole two podcast thing and hard knocks. I can't. I can't watch hard knocks tomorrow. I'll try. Maybe I'll get out. I already talked it over. I was like, look, once I'm done with this one thing tomorrow, I gotta go home. And my boss was like, sure, as long as the person that's flaky doesn't flake tomorrow, I will. I'm. I'm gonna be so annoyed if this person doesn't show up to work tomorrow. I'm going to be so fucking annoyed if this person who is flaky flakes again. I'm going to be so pissed off. 
Because I'm like, I have shit to do. And you are getting in the way of me doing the shit that I have to fucking do. I, I, I know I'm. this is turning into me ranting about my personal life. You know what? I, like, you know what? I'll make it work. I am so annoyed that people are so inconsiderate about doing something as simple as showing up to work because literally somebody else has to cover for them. And that poor sap that has to cover them, cover for them, is me. I am unbelievably annoyed right now. This should have been my day off. I should be asleep or watching TV. And I have like homework to do after this podcast. I am unbearably annoyed. Assignments that shouldn't be late are late because I just don't literally have the motherfucking time to do them. I'm scheduled as if I am working full time and I am not full time. It's insane. Insane. Oh, God. I'm so annoyed. I'm so annoyed. Oh, God. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. I should start saying that. Sorry, not sorry. Ridiculous. Just... Anyways, what was I talking about before I went full-on ballistic? By the way, I gotta say this. And I'll save a lot of my thoughts about Hard Knocks for tomorrow. This Hard Knocks series, if it keeps going the way that season, if it keeps going the way that it's going, it's going to be one of the better seasons in a long time. Because it's watchable, because thankfully, and I've been bitching about this for years, and I've been talking about this for years, Hard Knocks actually follows the storylines. They follow Aaron Rodgers, and they've, they kind of don't really know what to do, but they aren't deviating from the main storylines within training camp for the New York Jets, even though the interest of Hard Knocks has kind of died down as preseason starts to ramp up and kick up. That is natural. People don't really give a shit about an in-training camp documentary when their football team is in preseason. Nobody gives a shit, especially when it's not very well done. However, Hard Knocks this season has been very interesting because again, they've been they've been doing their fucking jobs. It's like, hey, great job, great job, you you did it finally after years upon years upon years of shit, and years upon years upon years of you kind of not handling your business. You finally handle your business. A nice little smack on the ass. But. We'll see about the ratings later on. I mean, maybe not. I, I, I don't know. But, I mean, I'm just mm, so annoyed with Hard Knocks at this point. I'm not Hard Knocks. I'm annoyed with just the schedule at this point. Anyways. We'll talk about Hard Knocks. I'm super excited for it. I think Hard Knocks is doing some awesome stuff. I think there's been some awesome stuff that's gone on. In the show, which again, if you know me, you know that that's like a very, very high compliment for me to be like, I can watch the show and not be 
just disgusted by it. But I think they did a good job this season. I got to say that they did. They, they didn't. They did do a good job. Anyways. I got some huge news coming out of really Indianapolis after this whole saga with Jonathan Taylor kind of coming in. It's reported that Jonathan Taylor finally has permission to seek a trade by the Indianapolis Colts. God, I don't really understand what the Colts are doing. A lot of people think that the Colts can get a second and a third or a second or a third for Jonathan Taylor. Keep in mind, Jonathan Taylor was like the best running back in the league a couple of years ago. They have... Jim Ursay is an idiot and a moron, and he needs to be locked into a closet without a cell phone because he has done the number one thing that as a GM slash owner you can never do, and that's to value the asset, the asset being Jonathan Taylor in this regard. And so he kept on essentially talking out of his ass, doing a lot of bullshit. The Colts essentially devalued their own player by... Let by putting it out in the media that hey, uh, Jonathan Taylor may be hurt yet again, and we're going to blast that out everywhere. Not only is he potentially hurt, like actually hurt, where he had to have a surgery like a, a, a couple of weeks ago, but we're also now going to potentially say that he has a back injury that's non football related to essentially get him to maybe come in to do training camp or whatever. I don't really know the case. But it is a very weird circumstance for the Indianapolis Colts. They have completely botched the Jonathan Taylor. I was about to say trade, but it's not really a trade. It's more along the lines of they were, I guess, I don't even know what they were trying to do. Maybe they were trying to sign him. Maybe they weren't. I don't know. But they were trying to do something with Jonathan Taylor, and it completely and utterly backfired on them. Almost comically so, where... They go from, well, maybe we'll be able to, to sign him to a team-friendly contract to essentially acquiescing to his demands, being like, yeah, uh, we will try and trade him. Which, I don't want to say is weird, but it showcases just how anemic they are maybe not anemic is the best way to describe it but how terrible they are at doing very very basic things it's like all you had to do was just sign your running back to a multi-million dollar mega deal or trade them or do anything else and it's just like literally they couldn't fucking do that it's just it's just so pathetic the Colts are just I constantly say it over and over and over again the Colts would be shit without Peyton Manning. They would be nothing. They would be losers. They would be denizens. Denizens. I, I don't know what the term is. They would be morons. They would be terrible. They would be a joke without Peyton Manning. And here we are, once again, in 2021, 2022, where we're looking at the Colts and we're just like, oh shit, these guys... Guys are fucking jokes. Hold on. Give me like two seconds to look something up really fast. Oh, okay. 
these dumb motherfuckers, these dumb Indianapolis Colts, they draft this quarterback, right? This top-tier guy, top talent in the NFL or in college. I didn't believe that he was a top-tier guy in regards to Bryce Young. Like, people were saying that he's on Bryce's level. I was like, I, I don't care if he runs fast and all of this other crap. I care about his ability to throw the football, and he's not very good at throwing the football. So... Anthony Richardson, great overall talent, weak player, at least in my opinion. And so the Colts foolishly, instead of just, you know what, I, I, I think I said this maybe yesterday. I said, I don't understand why the Colts aren't tanking for Bryce Young. Or not Bryce Young, excuse me, Caleb Williams. I also, I thought that Bryce Young's trade or the trade from the Chicago Bears or not from the Chicago Bears, but from the Carolina Panthers to the Chicago Bears for the first overall pick was fascinating because you had so many other teams that, in my opinion, needed a quarterback and needed to be in on this trade, and they weren't. And it seemed as if they were kind of dead set on just standing back and being like, oh, we're not really going to do anything. We don't really... It doesn't really affect us, guys. Why would we care about whether sorry why would we care whether or not you know this top tier player that could potentially help us win games why would we care if he goes to another team we don't really care and so when the Colts did that among other teams like the Raiders I was like oh they should immediately tank for Bryce Young and the Raiders have kind of shown that maybe they will, maybe they won't by having Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm not a big Jimmy Garoppolo guy, like at all. So for Jimmy Garoppolo to be now a Las Vegas Raider and Josh McDaniels kind of not really doing a whole lot and kind of ostracizing Josh Jacobs along with the GM by not paying their star running back will probably solidify that they have another top-tier pick again this season. But I thought that the Colts were a fascinating point for Bryce Young because, because they needed a new quarterback. And they needed somebody that was, maybe not for Bryce, yeah, for Bryce Young. I was about to say maybe not for Bryce Young. But they needed a new quarterback this year and or next year. And it seems as if they've kind of just taken a swing on potential talent and not really something that's solid. No. It's a bit weird to me. Like, why would you... Why would you go after Anthony Richardson when you could have had... I don't know. Bryce or... I don't know. Caleb. But, I mean, they'll be bad again this year. And, the, and again, the weird thing is about the Colts. The Colts... They're, they're moving off of Jonathan Taylor. Which means... Kind of officially official... They're in a rebuild. It's not even, well, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. Well, they haven't announced it. No team will ever admit that they're in a rebuild. But yeah, they're in a rebuild. It's just like, wait, why, like, why did you then draft a quarterback this year when you could have easily have had, like, anything else? It's weird, man. It is. It's fucking weird. And I know some people are like, well, 
they drafted a quarterback this year so that way they can win. And it's just like, yeah, I, hey, I agree. But you drafted the wrong guy. Drafted the wrong guy. I don't know. The Colts are... Colts are a very weird team. And by weird, I mean bad. So. <laughs> Anyways, we'll see what happens there, the Colts, man, because... Dude, such a... Oh, they're such a joke. But... We'll see. Let me get my journal really fast. Let me refer to my notes. I don't wanted to talk about at some point about the whole Dallas thing. By the whole Dallas thing, you're like, what do you mean by that 24? And it's just like, well, I kind of just wanted to give some thoughts on Dallas and Dak and all these other things. But before I do that, I got to talk about one player that is a huge, huge piece in his football team's success. He is imperative to the team, and he is not at training camp. And that is Nick Bosa, the pass rusher for the San Francisco 49ers, who want, wants a new, brand-new, multimillion-dollar contract. And if I can... I also will lump in the Bengals and Joe Burrow. So I've been talking about for the last six months, really, this concept of the Cincinnati Bengals, the Chargers, and other teams needing to essentially sign their top-tier talent at, to sign their best players. The Bengals have to sign Joe because the price will only go up. Same thing goes with the Chargers. Chargers signed Justin. Nick Bosa essentially has to get signed this year. And I've been talking about it because the more you kick the can down the curb, the harder and harder it becomes to pay them uh, their money because the more and more their prices will go up. Micah Parsons is next year. Is Micah Parsons better than Nick Bosa? You can have that conversation. But whoever gets paid first, the other will try to beat out. And so you really don't want to fall behind the Cowboys in that regard if you're the 49ers and vice versa for the Cowboys. You don't want to be like, well, Nick Bosa just made X amount of dollars, so now we got to put some money aside. Now we got to pay Micah more money. You know, it's just good business. And so in regards to all that, in regards to some of these teams, paying some of their players, et cetera, et cetera. If you are the San Francisco 49ers, you're like, Nick Bosa's our guy. We're going to pay him X amount of money. I don't know why they aren't a little bit more proactive on this. I don't know why they're kicking the can down the curb. It's obvious that they have to pay Nick Bosa. And to me, it's a bit, it's obviously bad business that they don't, and I can't really figure out why they won't. They're not really spending a whole lot of money on quarterbacks, and so that's not really the reason why. They have $10 million against the cap. If they wanted to, they could easily pay him $30, 35000000 million, which is probably what he's worth. And I said last year, 
that I thought that it was important that he was and is signed to a contract. I think he's a free agent after this year, right? Yeah, he's a free agent after this year. This is his fifth year in the league, technically. He was a first-round draft pick, so they weighed his fifth-year option. So that's why he's able, as a rookie, he's able to have a fifth year on his contract. But they could have paid him last year. They could have paid him the year before that. They could have paid him ever since 2021. And I felt after that, like, I felt after 2021... Maybe even this this past year in 2022, I felt like it was inarguable that he was a top five defensive end in the NFL. And this is something that to me is very significant because he's one of the linchpins on your team. He's the reason why your team is so feared throughout the NFL. It's why your defense is so top notch because you have one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. And so the fact that they continuously reject a contract for him, or not reject, but just won't pay him, is just like, it's ridiculous to me. And it's weird. Very weird. It's like, what are you waiting for? You know you have to sign him. You know that he has to get signed. You know that he's essentially your most important player on defense besides Fred Warner. They just got Javon Hargrave, the former Philadelphia Eagle defensive tackle, which I thought... That signing was so important for them because one of the key pieces that they lost over the last couple of years that was such a huge presence for the, to their defensive line, and they made a huge mistake by trading away DeForest Buckner, the defensive tackle a couple of years ago from the Colts to the, not from the Colts, excuse me, but from the 49ers to the Colts. I felt like that was a huge mistake. Then and now over... Moving on from Eric Armstead, who I think is like a slightly above average pass rusher. But they've, they've essentially been like, well, we've made a mistake. We're going to go after Javon Hargrave. And I, think, I feel like that was a great acquisition by them. And now it's like they should have a very fearsome defensive line once again. But the fact that, again, Joe, and by the way, for Javon, Javon Hargrave is getting paid nothing this year. Getting paid nothing this year. His contract, it's $6 million, but his contract will balloon to like $26 million over the course of his career in like 2025. He's 30 years old, by the way. So that's kind of interesting. Regardless, 49ers have a huge, huge contract coming up for Nick Bosa. I don't understand why they won't sign him. I don't think it's really anything controversial or whatever. I just think that it's bad business. Or not bad business, but I just think that it's bad GMing. Like, they may be haggling over guaranteed money. It's just like, just give them all the guaranteed money. Get the contract on your book. Just finish the job. Close. Always be closing. ABC. In sales. It's the ABC of sales. John Lynch doesn't want to close? Very weird. Very weird. And he's not at training camp, by the way, either. And so you have this star player on your team that's essentially the linchpin of your defense, not at your team's full offseason program. It's weird. Again, I'm not going to be like, oh, oh, Nick Bosa doesn't want to be a 49er. Nick Bosa sucks. Nick Bosa, like, that's not it, right? That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is it's 
weird. It's weird. Can't be like, it's not weird. It's 1,000% weird that he does not, he being Nick Bosa, does not have a contract. And they just continuously keep on kicking the can down the curb here, so to speak. I'm exhausted. I apologize for kind of the shortness of the podcast. I... As I am closing this podcast down, if you have it, then you know that I uploaded it. If you if if you don't have it, then you know that I just was like, wow, I should probably fucking do something else, I guess. I don't know. But I'm I'm debating on whether or not even uploading this because it's so short, but I think I will just so I can be like, hey, I I did something today. Um anyways, I'll be back tomorrow. I'm a little bit exhausted. We'll talk about hard knocks. We'll talk about the Cowboys. We'll talk about a lot of different things. Again, please bear with me on this. I hate this as much as you do, just how frequent my inconsistency is. It's super annoying for me. And I also hate just how freaking overscheduled I am right now. It's like another thing. I'm like, hey, can I, uh, can I get like two days off during one week? That's all I ask. I don't ask for a lot. I just want like two days off, and that hasn't happened in a month, so I'm tired. Anyways, I'll see you tomorrow. 24th podcast.